and welcome to another episode of the Freak Show Podcast. I am your host, AP Asian Persuasion, and Triple B is not here. And uh, as you guys could tell by the background noise when I was trying to introduce, I got three lovely ladies with me, my beautiful wife, whitewash wife. Hello, Kim. Hi. Uh, I also have with me, of course, the marvelous Brittany. BH. Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and with me this week, I have my lovely, soon to be, maybe in like 10 years, uh, future, what it? Sister-in-law. Sister-in-law, Erin. Hi. Hello, Erin. this family. <laughs> you won't even know what I am, though, so is it really worth it? What are you? What are you talking about? He didn't know sister-in-law. I did know sister-in-law. I was <laughs> like talking and thinking about something else at the same time, and so I totally hesitated. <laughs> I apologize. And this week, of course, we're going to do a mini episode. Brittany, do you finally have a nickname? Your BH, your bra and homie. Or behavioral health. Thank I you. I still like behavior. <laughs> yeah, I still like behavioral health. You got some um, mental things going on. Thank you. Broken hopeful was good too. Oh by my the gosh! Way. Yes, that when is you said amazing. Broken hopeful. It was broken pretty hopeful. Great. Guys, I'm going to turn us down. We are super I'm loud. Gonna... It'll be behavioral health this week. Okay, so uh, this week we are doing a mini episode. We figured that tomorrow you will still, or tomorrow, tomorrow I am still recording with Tevin to do uh, one on Chuck Barris, a game show host, but we figured also it would be fun to record because we're a bunch of nerds and apparently we need to do this. Okay, so this week we will be talking about on the mini episode. Kim, you want to tell them since it was your idea? My goodness. We are talking about how Canada developed Gator. Okay, so, real quick, did it work? No, but they tried. I don't think so. I didn't get that far. I just seen Gator, and I was like, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, do you have the story? Uh, somewhere. I thought you pulled it up, too. I did. I did. Well, you read. Okay, so, uh, so Gaydar, also known as the homosexuality test or the fruit machine. The fruit machine. The fruit machine, which is hilarious. One. Okay, so they some <laughs> when people... a guy like back in the day, it'd be called they're a little fruity, meaning they're a little girly. Meaning they're gay. I mean, fruity has been a term to apply to gay people for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, makes sense because when it makes I think sense. fruit machine, I think like you're making fruit. I understand. Well, they're yeah. making some type of fruit go someplace. Ooh, that would be great. Hook up the fruit machine. Uh, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I got it. What? Hook them up to the fruit machine. Get all those fruit roll-ups. That's not funny. I don't know why you just said that. Okay, so... I'm surrounded by by women. And LA. I am, yes. Okay, so, Fruit Machine, a term for a device developed in Canada by Frank Robert Wake that was supposed to be able to identify gay men. The subjects were made to view pornography. The device then measured the diameter of their pupils of the eyes. Hold on. What? Okay, so someone trying to create gaydar went and watched a bunch of gay porn. Who's to saying they ain't gay? No, it just means that, you <laughs> they, know... They, they found the gay porn. They, they just didn't look yeah, at it. They knew what they were into, so they know what other gay guys were into. I guess. I don't know. Why, don't, are, you, why are you so loud? I'm, I'm happy. I'm hyper. Hey, Bailey. I can tell. Okay, so... Uh, so, they would give them... Uh, 
pupillary response test to figure pupillary, pupillary response test. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. I apologize. Pupillary. Yeah. Okay. Pupillary response test. <laughs> I'm still like saying it funny. Pupillary. I'm still saying it funny. The pupillary, pupillary. response <laughs> test. What did you say? Pupillary. No, I said the pupillary. The pupillary. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm the not fine. I promise. Test your poop to see if you're gay. You guys are disgusting. I'm not. I'm not joining this poop joke. <laughs> Good, Brittany. Good. Okay, so. So, uh. And then they would check their pulse and perspiration uh, for response to uh, um, to eroticism. Yeah. So, like the, any physical reaction, they tried to monitor for this. So this was very logical. logical. Yeah. That's not logical. What's well, not logical? Well, actually it is. Well, no, well, it is no, logical because, because you would... feel uncomfortable and therefore react. Oh, yeah. yeah. There yeah. were a so lot it, of problems. It obviously would yeah. be accurate. Well, it yeah, reminds me... angry and all that stuff. It reminds me of a lie detector not. test back in the day, but yeah. nowadays lie detector tests actually are, like, are pretty reliable. Uh, and you, yeah. I was listening... Well, so so I was listening to a podcast about how lie detectors work, and then they did like the old ones and the new ones, and apparently like the way that they read them and, and, and stuff, it really can be uh, used correctly to at least assume that someone has something to hide maybe not necessarily like that they're lying per se but it can make you figure out if someone's trustworthy or not and jobs still use them i'll say it can measure your stress which you can be stressed out by the nature of a question even you can be stressed that you're hooked up to machines and wires and that's true now before lie detectors came out uh or maybe like at the precipice of them uh, some like old school police stations, what they would do is they would hook them up to a copy machine. And then every single time that the copy machine would go off, they would tell the person that they were lying and people actually fell for it. And that's how they would get confessions out. They'd hook them up to a copy machine. That is amazing. Yeah, it is hilarious. All they would need to do is look at your neck. You turn red. Oh my gosh. Well, well, no, they would just get the person to confess. Oh, you're lying. You're lying. It just beeped. Yeah, yeah. It just beeped. It just printed a piece of paper. Or, or it printed a piece of paper, and then it would beep, and, and you'd look at it and go, nope, it's a lie. Or even better, you you put blue and pink paper in, and you go, blue means you're, you're telling a the truth. Boy. Pink means that you're Girl. lying. Blue, pink, you're lying. <laughs> I know. I don't know why it didn't I, say I green and pink. red. Why didn't it say green and red? Uh, it pops out pink. It just like means you lying about your name. What's your Hook name? Hook up to you're the not Christmas really a boy, machine. You're not really a girl. What's that monitor say? Fax from <laughs> fifth third. <laughs> it doubles as a fax machine. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Okay, so moving on. This was during the 1950s and 60s, right, when they were trying to put this all together. And the purpose of it was uh, to get all gay men um, out of the civil service. Basically, uh, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, or RCMP. And what were they mounted on? You guessed it. Moose, maybe? No. It was probably horses. But I would like to think that... Oh, the Mounties? Yeah, Mounties. Oh my gosh, Mounties! Oh, yeah, uh, and the military. And the military. Did you just say they do have horses in Canada? Yeah, horses are everywhere. Did you know that? You know horses were brought over to America? Yes. Yes, they yes. were from yeah. Spain. So, they were, so they're not like everywhere. Yeah, they're an invasive species, They're everywhere now. They're everywhere, they're everywhere now. now. This was in the Even 50s. Who knows? 
they've been here since like the early 1800s. Before that's that, right. 1700s. That's right. Cowboys. 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. I'm pretty sure Columbus did not have horses on this. Place. Well, you know it was around that time. I agree. With okay. okay, horses are in Canada. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, and the military. So they were trying to get them out of the military as well. Uh, and a bunch of people lost uh, workers. Uh, lost workers. A bunch of people lost their jobs. Uh, and then um, the funding was cut off in the 1960s for the project, but the investigation still continued. And they ended up collecting over 9,000 suspected gay people. That means that they actually... Uh, Out of how many? I don't know. It doesn't say. Population, but, I'm t- but yeah. that means that they... I mean, they at least tested 9,000 people, which Wait, is insane. Wait, they collected these people? Like, yes. Yeah, these people lost their jobs? They... Well, well they lost their no, jobs. no, no, no. Like- the 9,000 of them did not get... Okay, two things. One, not all 9,000 of them lost their jobs. That's just uh, the positive they took. It's just the files they took of suspected gay people. They weren't sure. And then two, no, Aaron, they did not collect them and send them to Gay Island. Okay. Well, gay Island. <laughs> they just wanted them out of no, um, out of government jobs, not normal jobs. You I'm can so go work at Banana Republic job. and look at dudes. You're just not allowed to run a garbage truck. I would say they were scared <laughs> of. Gay people being more susceptible to leaking national secrets. Which is funny. How does that what? even make sense? That's I don't sense. know. Maybe they thought the Russian dudes were like gossiping. <laughs> Maybe like Russian people are really beautiful and they were like, like oh my guys, gosh, have you heard about this? We can't look at Stefan over there. He, he well, to be fair, <laughs> if you're back then if you were gay, you were basically automatically sexually ambiguous. That's true. Like, there was no idea of you being, like, a one-woman type of gal with a girl or a one-man type of man with a man. Yeah, like, all of them. Like, they they believed that if you were gay, or if you were homosexual of any type, you could not be in a normal relationship what? with one other person. Like, that's they crazy. believed that they were sex fiends that just slept with everything that walked. And if you were gay, then obviously you wanted to have sex with that man over there, even if that man was absolutely ugly. Well, that's bizarre. Apparently, like, after the decade, like, in the 60s, that's when, like, the gay panic in Canada died down a bit. Yeah. And when this stuff, the fruit machine testing, died down a bit. Yeah. Phil's very nice over there. I don't know. He might be gay. Uh, Bob, we're all nice. We're Canadians. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. Darn it. What do you mean you don't like syrup on your flapjacks? Wait, did they say flapjacks? Pancakes? I don't know. I don't know. Either way. None of us are Canadians. Waffles. waffles? Yeah, no okay. Wa- sure, 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 sure. Uh, what do you mean you don't like syrup on your waffles? That was, was ter- better. You were right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Flapjacks. No. Oh, man. A boot. Anyways. A boot. A boot. A boot. Uh, okay, so, all right. Here are some more scientific ways that they would uh, use the test. So, uh, they'd get them in a dentist chair. They'd lean them back and shine a camera in their face instead of a light. And then they would show them random flashing images of men and women in non-erotic and erotic ways and then they would film their pupils to see if they were dilating and if they were then 
they would be caught, or then they would be considered maybe gay. That could, like, affect your sympathetic nervous system, where it's just like, what the heck is going on? Let my pupils dilate. I can tell you this. If I was in a dentist chair with a giant bright light and camera in front of me, a woman could come up to me with no shirt on whatsoever, and I don't think that my pupils would dilate from it, because I'd be too distracted by the light and camera. Also, big problem, the flash between dark and light images. Exactly. Yeah, and that gives you that fight and flight instinct where your pupils are going to react because your whole mm-hmm. body's reacting to this intense situation. Okay, yeah. so there's like two, the light, two more reasons why they that it didn't work after everything else you guys said. The reason why this was bad was, one, the camera was done at an angle because of the way that the chair was situated. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't even see their eyes correctly in certain spots. Mm-hmm. And then the other way, too, is if you have a camera in front of you, are you able to clearly look at the photographs or is the camera in the way? They said the way that the chair was situated, sometimes you couldn't even see the pictures all the way. Mm. So, I mean, if you're only able to look at Jeff's head and not the rest of his bare body, it's just a a tease. That's not what I was going to say, but yeah, sure, it's a tease. Oh, Brittany, you're the best. And some people just aren't the best. You're the best. This makes me think that Canada was, like, really big into electric shock therapy. Oh, well, oh, electroshock therapy? Let me tell you, we're still into electroshock therapy. I love it. It's amazing. It's so absolutely wonderful for people who have schizophrenia, bipolar, all those diseases because it truly does actually help. Yeah, any type of... uh, Any type of... No. 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 That's what I meant. No, No. I understand what you're saying. Well, you can actually train somebody to cause physical harm to their head, making them not want that thing. It's not okay, but it works. No, it causes PTSD. PTSD and causes exactly. them to be mentally, uh, so you know, it's morally wrong. Up. It is yeah. absolutely. It's wrong on a lot of levels to use intense. There's only shock like therapy. I you know, it's great shock therapy under certain things. Not that that's just yeah. cruel. Yeah. Well, it does help with like someone uh, who like suffers from seizures and, and stuff like that. Yes, but yeah. that, that's done very. That's very different than just shocking someone because they're gay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, that's man. like me shocking his dog because he's stupid. <laughs> You, just, you really wanted to talk about how dumb my dog was on the mic. You said that before we started. I like his dog more than yours. By the way, that's what I'm stu- saying. He pu- finds the one carpet piece in our house to puke on, poop on, pee on. He's stupid. Or maybe he's smart. No. If he was smart, he wouldn't do it because he knows I'm going to beat him. Vindictive. Exactly. Yep. You know. It's always when I'm not here. So just saying. Look at that silence. <laughs> Oh, man. You, you know, this uh, like this happened in the 50s, right? So you yep. think, like, after everything calmed down, they'd be like, hey, sorry about that. They didn't get, there wasn't an apology issued until 2017 or 18 by Trudeau. Really? Like, yeah. apology and, is not enough to cut it for that. No. Well, there what was, else would you do? Oh, well, there was also Anyone a, that's gay, come forward. I'll give them a thousand dollars. Well, there were still the people alive from the 50s that yeah. still suffered. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They actually got, the survivors got $110 million in compensation. Each? Oh, no. I'm not Price, No. I really I'm sitting there like, okay, I'll be Holy shocked. Holy crap. American dollars or Canadian dollars? It doesn't Canadian. say. It's, a, it's, it's from prob- Canada. It's probably, it's probably Canadian. It doesn't say dollars. It says million. So I'm guessing Canadian money. Yeah, there's a documentary in 2018 by Sarah Foddy's. Uh, I, I, I really want to watch this documentary now. Yeah. Uh, called The Fruit Machine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds like a dance craze. Everybody do The Fruit Machine. 
No, I'm just thinking of uh, like a fruit roll-up vending machine. Really? Yeah. I am thinking of the fruit machine, like a dance, like like the robot mixed with like a Cupid what shuffle. What dance? How would That's you salad. dance to that? Yeah. What? what are I moves? don't know. I. It is an audio medium, Kim. <laughs> Do I look like a choreographer able to describe the movements that my amazing body makes? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> my own wife is saying that I don't have an amazing body. Well, look at that, everyone. Oh, yeah, apparently sorry. they were still discharging people for homosexuality in up into the nineties. Ooh, that does just not surprise not with me. Wives? Just not with the fruit yeah. machine. That's crazy. Yeah. Which they could get. Homophobia was still a thing even after the first. Well, homophobia I mean, is a thing, a thing now. Yeah, I mean, true. look at the at, don't ask, don't tell law that was in place. Oh, I God. mean, I'd assume that it would have gotten better, like after, after the seventies, when everyone was like, "Hi." Yeah, yeah. Well, parties? well, remember, because well, remember Canada. Hold on, what makes it's like the gay thing? Like, okay, them okay to process them, but when everyone's having a freaking orgy together now. Canada and the U.S. were a little bit different. Oh, that's so right. I believe polite. no, they they are behind. So what from my so from what I understand. So what nowadays they're gonna have their orgies when we had them thirty years ago? Well, I think they had them like ten or twenty <laughs> years after we did. Because you got to remember too, a lot of that I believe was perpetuated by the Vietnam War, which they did not have. That's true. So, okay. I mean, with us, like the hippie movie and everything, a lot of it had to do with, like, accurate. hating the government and doing, the you know. The government is awesome. Going, no, no, ours. I know. The Vietnam War sense. was against the government. Yeah. And their government is not that great compared. Free health care. They do have free health Okay, you want free health care? Yeah. Okay. No, you don't Congratulations. Here's Obamacare. That's completely different. Australia has free health care and it's awful health care. I have family yeah. that lives there. Well, here's like, the thing to remember yeah. about Canada. Canada's healthcare here's the thing, okay? How much how much taxes come out of your paycheck? Here? A lot. How much is the percentage? A lot. Like what? Give me an estimate. 40%? 30%? 30 to 40%? Yeah. How much is Canada's, you think? Between 60 and 70%. Yeah. Yes. Australia, They're my... taking away all your money to yeah, give it into okay. the healthcare system. But my thing is, how much are you extra are you spending with now, paying hold for on. it out of your pocket? How many kids so do you have? One. Okay. How many kids do you plan on having? Three. Okay. Brittany plans on having eight kids. If Brittany plans on having eight kids in eight years, you're paying for all of Brittany's eight pregnancies. What's, okay, so what's How the difference of the U.S. paying for all these people who won't get off their lazy butts and work? What do you I mean? It's not the same thing. The dogs are barking. I think this went a lot into the Medicare thing, and we need to get back into the fruit machine. Though, I will say, via healthcare, I'd rather pay 70% in taxes, and then say someone in our friend group, say their appendix bursts. Yeah. You know, I would rather, you know, feel, you know, good knowing that they're not going to have a chance of dying if they can't afford to pay it. Right. Because of healthcare, but that's personally me. Like, well, here's my thing though. I believe that that when it comes to medical emergencies like that, we should be able to give someone free healthcare. Yeah, I, we have medical cards, so I believe that there is a system in place that that should be able to happen. But it's not. That but be, it doesn't. But no. it doesn't. So, Aaron, this isn't Canada, but in Australia, because I have family that lives there, nice. so I know for a fact. Um, my uncle and aunt. They have six kids, and every kid in Australia is a large tax deduction, like very large. And my uncle is the only one that works. My aunt doesn't work, so they only have one income. 
and from his one income they paid about $95,000 in taxes I believe it was at the end of the year and that was after things were taken out of their paychecks that was still what they owed and when they try to get health care there they basically get put on a waiting list hoping that they'll get in and the health care there actually isn't that good so in my opinion I'd much rather have a system where like even though we have to pay for it, we have better health care and faster health care. Yeah. So yeah. it's Well, I feel like there's something like, in the middle. It's just not there yes, yet. Exactly. Well, and to remember, too, like um, in, in China, I think it is, they're, they have universal health care to a point. Yeah. And something that they do is it, it, it's kind of like when Bernie Sanders was running for president. Yeah. And everyone was talking about how he, how he wanted to do like free education. Yeah. And the problem with free education is that like if you run, if you wanted to be a doctor and you went to school to be a doctor and they paid for you to be a doctor, yeah. you go to school or they want you to go to school or you go to school where you want, but then they move you wherever they need more doctors because universal health care and socialism with ed- free education and stuff, the way that that goes is it, you you have to go where the need is. Does that make sense? Yeah, how it is in the medical field anyway. Like to a, for your residency, you get put where they tell you to go. Like you don't yeah, really have but, a say in it. But at all. well, like you, you do and you don't. And, well, you can move across the country. You don't absolutely have to. Is but my thing. It's where you, you don't get really in. get a choice of oh, I want to go here, so this is where I'm going. It's a you have to have a this in is or where they need someone and well, it's all about after so residency this is where though. I have to go. After residency, though, you, you know get, what I mean. It, you put your bed in for whatever hospital that mm-hmm. you think you can get. But what I'm saying is, like, you want to be a nurse, you don't necessarily have to be a nurse in another state if you don't want to. Right. There's enough nursing jobs out there. Exactly. The problem with with universal education and healthcare is that they say that depending on how many hospitals are in the are are in the the state or the country, depending on how it's done, that you might. You, you might not be able to have as many job openings as you would in other places. Like, does that make sense? It does. Okay. So, and I, I don't know. I think it's going to make it so that more people don't join the medical field. Just like there, statistically, people who want to join the military has kind of gone down in the United States, I believe, because they either one they don't trust their government, or two they also like. They're afraid of getting deployed. I was just talking to a guy today. He's afraid of when to join the Air Force because he thinks that he might get deployed because Trump is president. Like, As someone you know. who's doing pre-med, I would be more likely to like be like, yeah, I'm pre-med if it was paid for because going into being a doctor, I will have over $200,000 in debt. And during your residency, you only make about $40,000 a year. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, how in the world do you pay back all of those loans? I will be paying back these loans until I'm like 80 or 90. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, I if like, I had that opportunity to be doing what I want, where I'm helping people and doing something that's making a difference and not have to have debt until I'm 90 years old and not be able to afford a house and, you know, worry about will I ever actually have money to have children. And I'd be much more likely to be, like, more excited to do it. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like it would make more people do it. Absolutely. Because what I have to do is go from nurse to nurse practitioner and then go back to mm-hmm. become a doctor. That way I have finances. That way I don't have exactly. to take out so many loans. Like I said, it it really is 
there is an in, like an yeah. in the middle thing that needs yeah. to be out there. And and well, when why do you think like you know, uh, like I always say, you know, it's this is it's a swinging thing mm-hmm. between Democrats and Republicans in the way that like things go. One minute the Democrats are going to try to change everything, right, mm-hmm. and stand up for a cause, and they try to fix it. And then the and then they try to change things, and then the Republicans come in, and they either try to change it back or dial it down a little bit. So the Democrats are the party kids on the apartment floor that are going hog wild, throwing TVs through things, and you know, doing whatever they want. And then the Republicans are turning in and telling people to turn down the music. Yeah, the Democrats are the kids going rave, and then they <laughs> give the sick kid medicine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> an abortion over here, free dentist work over there, free medical care up here, and then the conservatives are the oh ones coming in going, turn down the music, turn off that drill, don't kill babies. You, you want teeth? No, you don't. Yeah, no, nah, you no free teeth. One hundred thousand right here. Yeah, going. I don't know. I'm just saying though, so it is. Away. I'm just saying though, it is like. But my point is, is that it. It goes super, super far left, and then someone super, super far right comes in and makes it a little bit less left, and then a little bit less left, and then it's kind of in the middle, but more left, or kind of in the middle, and a little bit more right, and then abortion's illegal again, and then it's legal again in 10 years. Like, it's just how it happens. Like, So, the freeing machine is very left. Yeah. The fruit machine is very right. The free machine? Yeah. Is that I, what you call it? I said free. Oh my gosh. I, don't I thought you said the free machine. I don't do politics right, left in my group. Right I'm in is school. conservative. I don't pay attention until Can I was I ask school. who created hmm. the left and right? Because to me, it seems like conservatives right. would have created it to say that the right. Oh, I don't know who created it, but it's like know. based on like a circle. There are multiple spectrums of it. There's a circle where it's like the um, liberals are on the right, the conservative or the liberals are on the left, L and L. The conservatives are on the right, and then there's libertarians in the middle, and then like right. a bunch of others in the cir- yeah. circle around it. But then there's also like a horseshoe structure mm. that people have started using. Yeah, and I personally like that one because they're like, once you get below these sides on the left or the right, you're crazy. You're just crazy. Yeah, I'm like, I Yay! love that. That's smart. It's like there's a rainbow. They drew a line. And yeah. then my other thing too is like and wings. Who who decided to use wings? What? As a way to describe it, like well, you got two oh, right wing, yeah, stay right up. wing, like left wing. I guess I just up. look. I'm not a history person, Joe. <laughs> I don't think any of us are. 1492, Columbus, yeah, That's all I, I know. I just think it's very interesting. Like, like I know it's not, but but I do think it kind of does have to do with the fruit machine because it, you know, with this being a mini episode, I I think a lot of it does get into politics and the way that oh, we well, treat yeah. others and people yeah, and absolutely. in society. And no matter what your opinion is on on homosexuality or anything else, like like people are people and they need to be treated that way. Yes. Probably. What do you all think about gaydar in general? Like, do you think that's something that you, people can sense out? I think not fruit machine, but like you know, gaydar, gaydar. Absolutely. Like some some people are just obvious. Dwight Schrute. Let me it's real. let me ask you about. Oh, what? that's good. That's a good <laughs> office joke. Dwight Schrute. Good office it's real. joke. <laughs> Now, here's my thing. Here's what I want to know. Do you think it has to... Do you think that there is some type of pheromone 
type reason hmm. that we could suss out homosexuality. I think there could be a pheromone thing where, you know, like how there's the idea of you can kind of sense when somebody else is into you. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. So, so, so Kim's giving me a weird look. Go ahead and ask your that question. That doesn't even make sense. Well, no, 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 no. What? It doesn't? No, because when you're okay, into guys, does your pheromones change? When you're into girls, is it your pheromones I think change? Your pheromones don't change. I think it makes sense in the sense that if, like, if you're attracted to someone, you have certain chemicals that are released in your brain, so is you that? could track, like, when they're released. I mean, it wouldn't be reliable what, at all. No, would you, like, no, no, no. I'm just saying, thing, I'm like, just I'm saying, because gay Garden, well, no, but gay door's wrong all the time, right? Yeah. Like, like, when we use gay door, there are people that I was like, uh, oh, it has to be. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, no, I was wrong. Yeah. Or, or you know, vice versa. But what I mean is like, okay, so like you're around someone that is gay. Okay. And then they end up being around someone that is a, a man or a woman of the same gender as them. Uh-huh. And then the pheromones are released. Do you know that the pheromones are released towards that other person? Or do you strictly only look at social cues? Social cues. Do you yeah. think so? Body language, because some people cues, say that I thought pheromones were used in that purpose as well. No. Because you could suss out if someone likes you and it's released towards you. It's your body chemistry. Yeah. That's based on body language. Psychologically, there's, so it's there's no, no, no So it's not chemicals. chemicals. So, no, then, what no, are no, pherom- no. then what exactly are pheromones? Gosh, this became like how... This became uh, what you I mean, what you should know podcast. <laughs> and, wait, I mean, that's a like real podcast. Chemicals that are released in your brain at certain points, but there's no way for other people to tell like when those chemicals it's your are happy released chemicals. or what chemicals, it's what makes they you are. Okay, so it's not, so it's not like you know you what I'm talking it. about, right? No. Well, you know what okay. I'm talking about, right? What is the Maybe it's a well, man. You know how well, dogs can smell like if a person's like really nice or good. Yeah. yeah, it's that type of thing because it comes off their breath and everything else. But it's not really a thing for humans. Why did? Why was there a thing before that there was? Wasn't I mean, there used to I, be a thing? I think that's a myth that's gone around. Then. Okay, then that's that what that it idea. is. Because I mean, remember on our ghost theories episode, I even mentioned pheromones, mm-hmm. and you were looking at me funny. I didn't understand, and now I kind of do. I understand a little bit more. I thought that pheromones were released towards the other person, and then you guys had matching pheromones of some kind or something like that and that's the reason why I mean that like pheromones I believe are more like that are outwardly are towards animals because cats go around Mm -hmm. and spray now you're sure about this I'm not going to google this later and then have to do and then have to like roast you in the next episode right because this better not be another episode of freaking whatever they were Okay. I'm pretty sure. I could well, be then I want to do an episode on pheromone myths however, because I swear, Brittany's in the same boat as me. I've heard wait, this before. However, yeah. it like it makes sense to the extent that like when certain hormones are released in your body, it can change like the smell of your sweat and whatnot. So like nervous hormones hmm. can change those. Yeah. But does that sweat. do? So, like that can that could make a difference. I don't know. Maybe that's that's kind what of I'm fun. saying. Like, that's kind of what we're talking about. Like, yeah. Is pheromones are released in another person? Like they pick up on them. We were told that it wasn't just social cues or any type of body language, but that it was also had something like to do with their, chemo- pheromones. Yeah, pheromones. varying like, chemicals smell, in the like body. You smell someone's like oh someone I can smell they're nervous. Kind of like. I can smell their feet. I, I feel like yeah. if that's a thing at all, which I don't think it is, but I could be wrong, exactly. it would be like way down in the subconscious. Yeah. So like, well, no, no, no. no. It would be, 
But yeah. but what we're saying is same thing with like social cues. Sometimes you pick up on social cues and not even realize that you're yeah. picking up on social cues that the person likes you. You don't know why you know that the person likes you, but, but you know the person likes you. Just you. get a feeling, and, and it's from this subconscious. And self. then before they said that it was also pheromones to deal with it as well. Maybe we're wrong, and this was like an old scientific thing, which happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I That's what I thought, and I must have been wrong. But yeah, I... I mean, we could be wrong, but the overall aspect of it just doesn't... I mean, I'll believe you. You're in the medical field, which is more knowledge than I got on that. Yeah, I mean, and you did learn about uh, different pheromones and stuff in college, Like, so. when it comes to, like, your perfume and things, some people, like, can smell that and are more attracted to you because they like their smells. That's but right. As far but as, that's like, also based in on the fact that, like, biologically... We like the smell of people when they have, like, good DNA so that they would be good to, um, like, procreate with. So, like, having perfume masks that and makes it smell like something good, which is why you're attracted to them. Yeah, well, like, when looking up pheromones, it's a chemical substance produced and released into the environment by animals, especially, like, mammals or insects, affecting the behavior psychologically something of others of its species so it's mainly like animals like i was saying that's what i thought but that's what i'm getting when i looked up like pheromones it's mainly that animal thing like Mm. you have those cats that spray Mm -hmm. you have different animal who does the different calls dances stuff like that it's very animalistic dogs Mm -hmm. pick up on your scent i feel like humans more like so hormones are related to humans exactly. and pheromones are related to animals. Right. That's what I was Yeah, raging like raging hormones and those hormones make you like right into somebody else. Okay. All right. So I looked it up and yeah. there it is a controversial subject on mm. whether or not if pheromones of different types do affect um, different attraction levels in humans. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the way that they choose their romantic partners. So, a few studies have been done and a few things have been... Tested. Yeah, tested. So, what I'm seeing here is that um, they... uh, It actual... Okay. So, pheromones are likely to a point to be... uh, Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Pheromones are likely to influence sexual attraction of some kind, supposedly. Okay, so... Uh, there used to be a thing I remember reading about, and in, a part of it is in here, where uh, women would take men's uh, dress shirts and smell them after they were being worn, and that's how they would actually determine whether or not they would talk to the man or not. So that what? was a thing. Yes. Uh, because, so so the pheromones Ew. and sweat and stuff like that, like you were talking about, um, some people mm-hmm. say that matching pheromones would do it, or other people say it would be... Opposites attract, so it would actually be uh, pheromones that were nothing alike. Now, with that, other studies have been done that that say that maybe it has something to do with fertility barriers or the the uh, the status of your fertility. So, contraceptives could make it so that the woman is not affected by men's pheromones, and also. Only if it's um, um, only if it, it affects your hormones and fertility, which certain contraceptives do. And then also, um, fertility status can affect uh, whether or not if some men are attracted to you. It's a study, but it's a way to say it that like men 
uh, pick up on pheromones and hormones in a woman. And if the for and if they aren't fertile, a man might not be as into you on whether or not if you are. And in like science classes that I've taken, they've discussed things like that, where like based on your facial structure, if it's like parallel and based mm-hmm. on your hormones and how well you would be able to like if you would make children together that would like be easy that would survive easily then that's why you're attracted to people yeah i think so, it I is like an animal thing yeah uh a study that was done now remember this could be weird science like for sure so uh they took a gentleman's club and they took uh women that were in it strippers and uh, half of them were on contraceptives and half, of, and half of them were not. And they gave men lap dances. And then basically the they looked at uh, the attraction levels of the men and uh, the way that they tipped. Apparently, there was a dip in tips on women that were on contraceptives. Sir, would you like to uh, participate in a study? Well, uh, tell me about it. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. A lot about of times, it. if they're on contraceptives, they've done been pregnant. They got that pregnant, like they've had a baby, so everything might not be as tight and sexy as the girls who. But not always. There are a lot of. People I know. We'll say like on judging yeah, on tipping on is also not a good control yeah. subject. Well, okay. The woman earned the most tips just prior to ovulation. The most fertile period and the least tips during menstruation. Yes, there is a chemical when you do menstruate that signals that men are less, not as attracted to you while you're on your period. So pheromones. And hormones. Okay. Hormones and pheromones. Same thing with a woman being pregnant as well. Other than weird fetishes out there, yeah. oh great, E for explicit, I said fetish, uh, the, uh, the like people uh, yeah. find women that are pregnant off limits. Like there is a chemical, you know, yeah, that's released. That. Yeah, that and like the menstruation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sharks smell blood and come towards it, and men smell blood and run away. I'll say, but that's like, that's got to be subconscious. Like, Joe, you've never been like, I think she's menstruating. Or anything like that, have you? No. Or like I no, think she's pregnant. but I'm not saying I, I, I feel this way, but I guess I could see someone not being me. not be maybe I'm not, not being as seen. sexually driven when the person's on their period. Like hmm. I could see that so maybe. Like, like you, not as interested. Like I'm never, not talking about myself. No, 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 I'm, I'm just saying no, in general. I'm asking, you've never, have you ever had a thing where you were like, I kinda think she's pregnant, but I'm not sure why. I just have this feeling. Like no, uh, not unless I'm looking at the bump. Okay, I mean, fair. you know, it's not like I'm looking at, at like Aaron with size zero waist and saying maybe she's pregnant. <laughs> That's such a guy size thing to say, zero. isn't it? Isn't that a guy thing to say? Size zero waist. I wish. Just like this LA bottle. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, I could fit my pinky in size zero pants? Mm-hmm. No comment. My, my four-year-old, I don't even think, was fit in size zero. Anyway, I feel, like, I feel like it's kind of difficult to study if that's actually based on, like, pheromones or hormones, whatever the heck you want to call them, because, like, during those times, 
body language is different. And yeah. Like, because like That's what I was going to say, too. If a so woman like, has a tampon different. in and she is doing a lap dance, she's going to be lap dancing differently and grinding on the dude differently like, than if she doesn't have one in. It's hard to determine if it's actually based on pheromones, if you want to call them that, right, or if it's based on body language. Yeah, right, because you're more bloated and everything else right. during period, so you're less attractive than you are. Not on your period. It'd be like, yeah. oh, that person drenched in Kool-Aid. Are they also stabbed and bleeding? I don't know. There's a lot of Kool-Aid in. That's the thing I'm noticing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I think pheromones is a more subtle thing, whereas body language is the biggest pickup you take. Right. Now, okay, Kim, is your problem with pheromones that we're using pheromones instead of hormones? Is there a hormone that's released that people pick up on and multiple hormones in between two people that maybe make them more sexually attracted to the other person? Is I that your issue? Because I think we've done this with ghost stories last time and it was like really big deal. And I think you do get caught up on, on definitions. I just want to okay. make sure. I'm right there with her. But it's wrong. Right. What do you mean? They're different. I understand they're different. Do you think instead of fair, but but you're the type of person that says that, but then you don't offer the fix. Instead of saying you mean hormones, not not pheromones, moron. Instead, you just say not pheromones, moving on. I would say hormones. Hormones. So, so it's probably like, hormones. Because thank you. We've been like, thinking of hormones instead of pheromones, so we, Brittany. We're not in the medical community. So Look just, at that. So just so replace the, the past. So everything that we've said. Hormones? hormones? Would that yes. work? Yeah. Yes. Then why didn't you just say that? Now I'm going to have to go through the whole podcast. We did. Now I'm going to have to go through the whole podcast. And I'm going to have to And I'm going to have to cut out pheromones and go, dot, dot, hormones. Hormones. And then I'll come back in. <laughs> or no, no, no. I'll just, go back in and beep it. I'll just go, beep. Just. And, <laughs> I, I, at the beginning of the episode, be like, hey guys, uh, every beep you hear, uh, hormones is where it's supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think we did say that in the beginning. You did? Okay, so it's hormones. Hormones, yes. Now, everything we said is hormones dictate... Do you think hormones would work? When you're talking about animals, it would be pheromones, but if you're talking about humans, it's hormones. Okay, now let's get back to the fruit machine. What What about homosexuality? Do you think that you can read hormones? No. Psychologically? No. 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 So can you pick up the attraction between two people based on hormones, or do you think that, or do you think you can only pick it up towards yourself? Your hormones, when you're attracted to somebody, gives off body language. Mm-hmm. So, you're not chemicals out. No. Okay, then then no. It's then scratch chemistry. that. Then scratch that. None of that has to do what with you what we were talking know. about earlier, because what we were talking about was something outwardly releasing, not besides body language. Body language, a chemical. So hormones are in the body. Pheromones are outside of the body. Pheromones have nothing to do with outside. You got chemistry. body fluid. That's about it. Okay, then no, <laughs> then no. Pheromones cannot be replaced with hormones because hormones are in the body and pheromones are outside the body and pheromones have nothing to no. do with Pheromones are for animals. Yes, but That's we're not still. what I'm saying. Are hormones released outside no, the body? they go to your brain. You're okay. not listening to what I'm saying. Then. They go to your do pituitary pheromones, gland. Do pheromones release outside the body? For animals. For animals. I'm not talking about animals. We I'm don't about have us. pheromones. It's hormones. We don't have pheromones. We just have this conversation. We just have this conversation. Are you serious? So hormones. You're the dumb one now. (laughs) I thought we had pheromones. It's a jackalope on you. I thought we had pheromones. I thought the pheromones 
We're just not used in the same way. It's for animals. Then what do animals read on us? Like fear and stuff. Is that all body language? They can, um, they have uh, more senses than we do. And they're able to sniff those, like, hormones. Can, can hormones... Hormones are not pheromones. I understand that. So humans don't have pheromones. No. No. Can hormones be released through the pores? Can, is there any way you could smell someone's hormones? No. Okay. So basically, this whole thing is, you know, uh, body language. Yes. Yeah. Because it's straight to your brain, to your thyroid gland. It's all the way to your glands. It's chemicals inside your body going to different glands, depending on what it's to. Like the pituitary gland, anterior pituitary gland. And all of that, it's all towards the brain. So you could smell okay. it. But there's also like now, the thalamus, the hypothalamus, different s- chemicals are released and created in different parts of your body, depending on what you need. And then all those get turned around in your brain. And then you're like, ha, he's hot. So Okay, I, say- I want to make sure that you understand that the articles that I'm reading, that I have been reading off of for the last 20 minutes, okay. do say that there is a chance that we do have pheromones. So it's not jackalopes, which no one thinks is real but you. There's conspiracy theorists that believe No, they don't. Yeah. They have tiny tumors that can dictate and look like horns. Like horns. They look like horns. Yeah, so, you know. I will say the pupil thing is fair. Like, they tested it so wrong. And there's way too many factors. But your pupils—that is true, right? Your pupils dilate when you see someone you're attracted to. They can, yes. They can. Okay. Is it that all like- depends on your chemical response to them in your body with your hormones? So it's not a hundred percent thing. No. And it's like okay, so it kind of depends. If on- you're mad at somebody, your response is going to be different. That's true. And um, according, I have an answer. According to NCBI, which is like a huge neuroscience mm-hmm. group. Yeah. So now it's just on. They have a lot of like backing. Um, oh my gosh, that's it says that there's no strong argument saying that pheromones exist, and they're just a, like a conceptualized thing. My for humans. Drop. Okay, and no. this the medicalnewstoday.com says that dot humans com. do have pheromones. No, 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 no. We're talking about. A like well known, very medical fact, medical research. Yeah, if I can't use it in my APA paper, the mic. They're arguing. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but anyway, according to a very well backed mm-hmm. research neurology approved medical websites, exactly. Pheromones are not something that can be proven to be had in humans. Okay, fine. You guys win. I get it. Oh no! Oh no! Alien drop. Okay. My God, the levels are everywhere. Okay, I I submit. I was wrong. The majority of the internet says that pheromones are not real for humans. And please don't delete this out of your thing, because I am right. I know. it's There's a first time for everything. There now, is. why don't you go create some energy and find some horned rabbits? I'm pretty sure that's animal torture. No, I'll, I'll do it from their cells and they won't realize. 
Oh my gosh. So now we're getting mad science and research. Yeah. yeah. Let's pull some hair and Can teeth. you make a human have horns? I can try, but I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, well, you'd have to pull some stem cells, and you know where we find those. In teeth. And? and baby teeth. We're not getting into stem cells. No, I'm calling that. No. Hey, it's not so research. We are not doing that. So, Gaydar. You can't have a Because that's you. not controversial. You're not as controversial as stem cell research, I feel like. Like, I people feel, don't get as angry about it. I yeah, it's like fair. There's kind of, especially like, because it's kind of in the past. Like, what is? Gaydar? Like Canada using a gaydar? Yeah, well, they at least stopped using exactly. it. Exactly. So, like, it's somewhat in the past. Hey, if anyone's an expert on gaydar, it's can- it's Canadians. So. What? Because of the fruit <laughs> Do we know any Yeah, because of the fruit machine. I do not. Huh? No. Is Thomas Tinsley a Canadian? I don't know. You probably shouldn't say his name. Yeah, well. He's not listening to this. No, he's fine. What are they going to do? Steal his identity? Maybe. You never know. <laughs> Thomas Tinsley, the Canadian. Uh-oh, you just said it again. <laughs> it's, right. it's alliterative, though. It's fun. Maybe he's not. Is. I think his dad is. Hmm. Not him. A. <laughs> you could definitely read social cues. I mean, that's a pretty simple thing. It's just how well you can read people. Verbal, nonverbal cues. Yeah. I'll say, they say 70%, which I'm sure this is like a factoid, quotation, quotation, quotation. But it's like 70% of our communication is via nonverbal. Yeah. 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 It is. That is yeah. like a fact. So I could see where the science, where they would think the, the science, science is right, but it's obviously but wrong. But the thing is, it's like... It's way too, uh, there's way too many variables mm-hmm. to especially just, like, try and base it on pupil dilation. Like, yeah. there's right. too much. Right. Because you can't isolate that. No. no. There was actually a play made in 1998 called oh, yeah, The Fruit it. Machine. Yeah. Uh, which juxtaposes The Fruit Machine Project with a parallel story about contemporary homophobia. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it is, like, calling out. The white man on every... How dare you be a straight white man and try to prove that I'm gay? Hook me up to your machine. I'll show you. And then it's like... Who knows? It is very homophobic. That's fair. Uh, What's fair? So n- Sorry. Like, <laughs> Aaron was looking at my bracelet. Uh, I'm sorry, I get distracted easily. That's okay. We usually do. I don't know, guys. So, Canada, you guys were really late on the apology this time. Wasn't expecting that out of you guys. When yeah, they're was usually the nice people. What, the, what year was it? It happened in the 1950s. The apology came out in 2017. What? It just happened? Yeah. No. So because of the documentary. Is that because gay? Because of the, no, uh, because the right of the documentary. Marriage? Is that that? No, because of the documentary. That's oh. why. I think it was the documentary and then the push for marriage in America probably also helped with, you know, our Canada maybe. Yeah, but they're like 10 years behind, so maybe they're just, I don't know. I don't know. But also, that was also <laughs> around the same time the settlement for the case. Did the government claim it wasn't hmm. real? Or did they no. just claim no, that they, it, there they, was nothing wrong with it? No, they accepted it was real and also it was actually a genuine apology of hey, sorry several of you guys were forced into homelessness and out of your jobs. Poverty. And, and poverty. 
And we'll give, you know, you survivors who are still around, you know, compensation money. Yeah, and you know what's crazy about that? I guarantee a lot of that compensation money is going to go towards, like... Oh, there's also, like, like 15 mil... for homosexuality and stuff. Yeah, there's, like, 15 mil separate from that that are going towards uh, education in the nation and stuff like that. Isn't gay marriage legal in Canada? I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. It is in USA. Yeah, I think it was before that, though. Or at least it was in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. <laughs> Marriage is a circle. Uh, a big circle. It's not great we're basing Round our, like our Canadian circle. LGB knowledge on I Now round Pronounce You Chuck like and Larry. Round like a circle, Brittany. Like, Love is round. Like a circle. Like a circle. You want to talk about racist, talk about Rob Schneider Gosh. With oriental eyes. Okay, that was racist too. Asian eyes. I'm allowed to say it though. I'm Asian. He's Asian. Asian eyes. Oh, Joe, what do, do you want to say about the thing you avoided saying today at the rolled ice cream? Oh, I do not because because I'm one-fourth Asian and even if I do have mild squinted eyes. Mild, they um, are. Oh, oh. Okay. You guys, know, sometimes you can't even tell if his eyes are open. You know, Kim sat there and thought that I was like super Asian, and then we went to King's Island, and she ran into a Japanese man and goes, "Well, your eyes aren't that Asian." No, they're not. Um, not yeah. compared to some people. That's compared true. to some people, but compared to oh, most yeah, people, they are. Yeah, that's true. Yes, Aaron. According yeah. to the Canadians' Encyclopedia, same-sex marriage became available on July twentieth of two thousand and five. Yep, yeah, wow. so it's been so a long time. So we're behind the time. Yep. We are so I now pronounce behind. you Chuck and Larry was a viable source. It was. Good job, Adam <laughs> Sandler and Asian Rob Schneider. You know, Adam Sandler is like the only like... Adam Sandler? Shut up. Okay, go ahead. Adam Sandler yeah. is one of the, like the few, well maybe not the few, but one of the biggest like, I don't know, like Jewish icons? Like the only... Jewish? You know he's Jewish, right? No. What about the Eight you... Crazy Nights of Hanukkah? Or the stand-up. It's a movie. Or the stand-up. What stand-up? Uh, oh, gosh. What's I the Hanukkah song? Blah, 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 Hanukkah. Dreidel, 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 dreidel. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but those are in movies. I didn't know he was Jewish. Oh, he's so Jewish. Well, remember, Jewish is, well, well, remember, Jewish is not just a religion. It's a race, it's a race. as well. So yeah, it's different. True. Which, because you're a Christian, you should know that because of the Bible. But also, uh, after World wow. War II, after World War II, they when they gave them their land back in Israel yeah. and stole it from I know this. Muslim country, they ended up pronouncing them. The world basically pronounced them as a uh, race. So, yeah. uh, and he's not the only Jewish icon. By any I'm means, saying not the only, but uh, like one of the biggest, yeah. yeah. Because you got to think you have, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Fonzie. The um, Fonz? Yeah, the Fonz is Jewish. Yeah, but if it was so what's Jewish, his name? Hold what's on. his name? Um, this has been quite the long minisode. Yeah, I can't remember his Can name. Can anybody think of any other Jewish? Why can't no, I think but of... I seriously have a big question. Oh, Henry Winkler. Why oh, could not remember his name? I love Henry Winkler. What, what's your question? Thank you, Brittany, because you're so considerate, unlike my husband. Okay, so <laughs> don't Jewish people believe that you need to be like a virgin and all that stuff and don't have sex out of marriage? Adam Sandler is like completely opposite. He is the race. I think he's also... I think he follows some of the stuff. But here's the thing, Kim. You're supposed to be a virgin when you get married as a Christian, too. Yeah. And sustained from drugs 
And, like, there's so all kinds of stuff. So why is he the icon? Because he's Jewish. He's, like, the only... I mean, think of another Jewish celebrity. He's a famous in. Jewish person. It doesn't mean he's the best Jew. No, no, it what means about he's the, the most movie? well-known The what? Jew. The fiddle movie. What fiddle movie? The fiddle movie. It's based off a book. I don't know what you're talking about. Natalie Portman is Jewish. You know what I'm talking Jake about? Jake Gyllenhaal is Who's Jewish. Natalie Portman? House you don't know who? She was in The Black Swan. Oh, okay, okay. Natalie Portman. Got her. Got yeah, it. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Everyone knows who Jake Gyllenhaal is. I have no idea who, who is that? Is. Jake Gyllenhaal. He played in Source Code and October Sky. Jake Gyllenhaal. I have no idea who that is. Oh! He's, he's the guy a, from uh, October Sky. No. He's going to be in the new Spider-Man movie. Isn't he from Blacklist? No. Oh, then I don't know who he is. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's in all kinds of stuff. Uh, Woody Allen. Everyone knows who Woody Allen is, right? Who's Woody Allen? He's a director. Why would I know a director? I don't know. Oh, he, everyone needs. He directed to. Midnight in Paris, Manhattan, Match nope. Point, Sleeper, a, Rob mm. Schneider. Rob Schneider. I know that name. Rob yeah. Schneider, yes, Jewish. Andy Samberg. Now, I don't know how many of these people Sandberger? are. Samberger? Andy Samberg. I don't know if how many of these people are race Jew and or religious Jew, but. How do you tell right. the difference? Well, oh, Daniel Radcliffe is well, Jewish. Well, here's the thing. Ben Stiller is Jewish. Harrison Ford's Jewish. Scarlett Johansson's oh. Jewish. Shia LaBeouf is Jewish. Mila Kunis is Jewish, which I knew that. Um, uh, practicing Jew is uh, the girl that plays Amy Fairfeller on uh, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, I like her. Uh, hmm. Mel Brooks, Jerry Stiller, Seth Rogen. Everyone knew Seth Rogen was Jewish. Is there why didn't you think of it? I don't know. Uh, Andrew Garfield, the guy that played Spider-Man oh, for like a while. Her. Barbara what type Sy- of Jewish? Sy- the race? Or the religion? Are these all the religion? Gwyneth Paltrow, Paul Jesus, Rudd, Larry David, Kirk Douglas. Joe. Guys. Yeah. Sarah Silverman. We started with the fruit machine and now we're here. And I just Jack don't know Black. how we got here and it's been a really Joe, long stop. mini-sode. Joe, Joe, stop. Joe, stop. I and it's like been we should just cut out while he's just... Billy Crystal. Continuing. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Well, Dustin Hoffman. Don't make me listen. Paul Newman. Goodbye. Sean Penn. No, stop. Jesse Eisenberg. Gene Wilder, Bill Goldberg, oh Jonah Hill, Jerry Lewis, Mel Elizabeth Banks, Daniel Day-Lewis, okay, I'm walking out. Winonia Ryder, Rashida Jones, Albert Brooks, Goody Hawn, Matthew Broderick, Richard Davis, and Seth Green. We're walking. Good night, everybody.